Hi guys, welcome to the J. Scott Outdoors podcast. We are, I've got my friend Monty Parsons from the Grand Canyon, Tucson area. We're headed to the Green River and we're about, oh, 15 minutes out. Uh, we left Carbondale, Colorado this morning around 6 a.m. and it's about 9.25 and uh, the cicada hatch uh, it's been strong over here at the Green River for the last month or so and uh, my guide buddies over here have all said it's been a really good year so Monty and I are headed back to the Green River today we are going to fish the A section and B section of the river and then we'll see how it fishes today and determine uh, what we do tomorrow but our waters around uh, Carbondale area have <coughs> still high. The Roaring Fork uh, is flowing uh, crazy high. We actually took Monty's kids on a fun float uh, yesterday or a couple days ago, and I could actually hear the out in the middle of the river channel. I could actually hear the river rocks rolling underneath the boat and uh, that's the first time I've ever heard that which is pretty cool uh, but it doesn't make for very good fishing the eagle uh, are just starting to kind of put trips on the eagle the, the uh, commercial guide uh, boats are starting to finally hit the eagle so we're hoping maybe after we get done here at the Green River we're gonna go check out the eagle and see if we can get some fishing there so um, today ought to be uh, pretty fun. We're going to fish cicada patterns primarily. Uh, they're also having some caddis come off and yellow sallies. Uh, but the fish are still keyed in on cicadas. Uh, so Monty's going to throw a, probably a single big uh, cicada pattern and see if we can get a few trout to uh, come to the net. What do you think, Monty? You ready? I am ready. We uh, came here last year, the last time we came, well I came here with Terry Cook uh, a couple weeks ago, but uh, last year Monty came, uh, we came up here and it was already past cicada season and um, we fished uh, like big Chernobyl ants, it was kind of hopper season, didn't catch a lot of fish Monty, but caught some quality fish. Um, so yeah, we're looking forward to an, another good time here at the Green River. Uh, if you guys ever get a chance to come up and see the uh, Flaming Gorge Reservoir and see the dam and stay, stay here, uh, go on a rafting trip or fishing trip, I highly recommend it. Uh, one of the things that's very unique about the river is it's extremely clear water. Um, so you can see the bottom and see a lot of fish, which is always fun. Um, it, it split up basically into three sections. You've got the A section, uh, which I think is roughly about nine miles, I think. And then the B section is about the same. And then the C section, I think, is a little bit longer. Um, the A section probably has the most fish per mile. Um, then the B section... Uh, it gets a little more spread out, not quite as canyony as the A section, and then the C section, which I have not floated, is actually very, pretty open, um, a little more alluvial, and a lot more kind of like uh, grass banks and such. 
so that's something I'm I would like to do someday there's some really big fish down there on the c-section so um, yeah if you get a chance to get up here to the Green River I recommend it you can fly into Salt Lake City um, just a really neat area so uh, we're gonna go get after them and uh, hopefully we'll report in with uh, how our fishing was uh, today we're gonna be using probably 3x uh, 9 foot leader down to 4x tippet about probably a foot of 4x and uh, be, we'll try and angle the boat in a way that we can get as long a drift as we can and see if we can get some fish to come up and eat the big bugs so um, Monty's ready and uh, we'll see what we can do You guys can hear that buzzing sound. Those are cicadas. Alright guys, a uh, little update here. It's uh, 9.20 p.m. Uh, we were on the water for over 10 hours and we did the AB section there at uh, the Green River. We put in at the dam uh, below Flaming Gorge and we took out at Indian Crossing. And um, Monty, your arm sore? My arm is sore. <laughs> we uh, actually started out pretty rough. Um, probably for the first, I'd say, two hours, we didn't actually land a fish. He had a couple uh, hits and what have you. Had tons of boats. I'll bet you when we got there, I think we put on about 10 15 and there were probably i'm guessing what money 50 60 boats for sure yeah in front of us um fish were pretty persnickety a lot of uh pleasure boaters and rafters and all kinds of stuff anyway uh we got down to kind of mother-in-law rapid kind of down in the canyon and um started picking up some fish when the kind of gotten more of the choppy water um and started picking up some more fish on the cicada pattern. Um, had a beautiful rainbow on, probably the one we'll think about even though you just pounded all those big fish. Big torpedo rainbow, um, probably like a you know six, seven pound fish type, type of fish. Uh, big football that jumped a couple times and we lost it. But um, Monty, you landed some fantastic fish uh, what do you have to say for yourself? Well, it was a great day. It's the best I've ever had on the Green River. But uh, a lot of brown trout, a few rainbows. Um, caught them on the caddis later in the day and then switched back over to the uh, cicada. And uh, all the way till after 8 p.m. we were still catching fish. And uh, it was incredible. Yeah, um, that's something to be said there. So we were fishing the cicada and having pretty good action. But we noticed lot of caddis coming off um, and to be honest Monty we probably fished for an hour when we probably should have switched to the caddis yeah. um, and then we switched to a double caddis rig uh, one uh, a size uh, 18 ginger variant just so we could kind of see it and actually my caddis box I only had a few caddis with me uh, and then a uh, let's see a peacock uh, size 18 caddis and that's the one they were hitting the most and kind of at the bottom end of a section kind of right out through the mouth of the canyon Bonnie caught a bunch of really 
had a lot of action on that caddis. And then once we kind of hit the B section, they, we fished it for what, a mile, maybe two, and they kind of slowed off of it. The wind kind of came up um, and we switched back to the big bug. Kind of had, uh, you know, the sun kind of went down and we had a lot of shade and they just started just smashing the cicada. Uh, we had one that Monty was just casting right out in the middle of the river and we heard it just just sucked it down and it jumped at least once right. pretty big fish yeah. uh, and you had several where you were just fishing main channel and just hammered it out there so we don't know it's we're rushing back to try and beat the 10 o'clock deadline at the flaming gorge to get some some food at the restaurant and we're trying to make a plan for the morning um, i think i'll talk to uh, Kobe Crosland and uh, with Spinnerfall and see if he's got any ideas. We're thinking of doing B tomorrow, possibly C, uh, or maybe running through the top half of A stretch, just blowing through it and getting to the good stuff and fishing A, B. So uh, we'll update you guys in the morning. But uh, yeah, another great day on the green. Uh, it's so funny how they can go for a couple hours and be nothing and you think there's not a fish in the river and then you know then you start getting in the right place at the right time with the right fly and all of a sudden you can't do anything wrong so that's the scoop we'll talk to you tomorrow well guys we have finally got the skunk off us Good looking fish, Monty. Good fish. Oh, yeah. Solid, huh? <laughs> I wish we could have landed that rainbow. Oh, gee, that thing looked like it was about this big to me. It was fat. And then, like, around here? It's girthy. Do you think it was, he looked like it was about that big? Yeah, he's like a six, seven pounder. You got to see him jump, though, huh? Oh, yeah. I saw him take and jump. Thank you. 
beautiful. Well, you cast out there, and I saw him underneath it like a shark. <laughs> Take it. What was that uh, fly? 18, 18 caddis, yeah. yeah. We've been fishing a cicada all day, and we went through about a 45-minute stretch where it was slow, and they were caddis everywhere, so we switched to caddis immediately. Yeah. We should have done an hour ago. Yeah. But we got a lot of hours ahead of it. Try some more. Done? Yeah. Now we're on them. Yeah. We're on the crab now. Roll, roll me back here. I'm on the bush. All right, Monty. Nice job. Beautiful yeah. rainbow, man. What do you got, Monty? Oh, you got line yeah. everywhere. You got a big one? Yeah, I do have a big one. Nice one. Huge. Very respectful. Put the cicada back on. Got it right in the corner of his mouth. Yeah, he does. He's just a fighter, I thought he was. We have a cicada on for oh. Got him? He's a good a big fish. Hang on, money. <laughs> That's a big one. <laughs> right big side. bugs, you got that rope. <laughs> we we him down. We the relocated river. him. <laughs> oh my heavens! That was only like the I don't know ten, five minutes with that bug. Cicada and a big boy showed up. <sighs> He's pulling, isn't he? Oh. oh. 
Oh boy. Jumper. Cicada madness. Yes, it is. Right out in the middle. That other one just crushed it right in the middle. Look at that sucker. Not done. Right in the corner of his mouth. You caught that right out in the middle. Oh, yeah. That's a beautiful fish, isn't it? Yeah. Look at that right in the side of his mouth. Using you like a cheap suit. <laughs> you coming? I'm trying. Do I need a back row? Yeah, I don't know. Show me who boss is. Is he a monster? A good one. That better not be a dink, Monty, or we're gonna miss dinner. What is it? Can you see? A monster? It's a good sign. What the heck? He's not even showing himself, is he? What the heck you got on there? right in the corner of his mouth that's a that net is what 27 inches from tip to tip yeah I have fresh gum in. Ready? Oh my god. Are you ready? Are you gonna eat that? No. Remove, remove my gum. <laughs> oh my god. Where'd he go? Oh my gosh, he ate a salmon fly, now a cicada? No way. Oh my gosh, Monty, what have you done? Tastes like wood. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yeah. you did it. That is craziness. Ah, that is disgusting. Guys, we just finished our second day of floating on the Green River. Before I get to the recap of the day, I want to thank the sponsors of this podcast. I want to thank GoHunt.com. Uh, the optics department, the Go Hunt gear shop. My friend Cody Nelson of 20 plus years is the glassing guru. I've called him that for a long time. He is the optics authority. 
He's the manager of the GoHunt.com gear shop, and he sells the optics, the binos, the tripods, the spotting scopes, uh, rifle scopes, all the things to do with optics. And an interesting thing, this month of July, there's a promotion going on. If you order anything, either by calling Cody at 702-847-8747 at extension 2, so all you have to do is call Cody and order something or go to GoHunt.com gear shop and order. And when you check out, use the JSO, that's the JSO promo code or JSCOT19, either one, JSO or JSCOT19 promo code. You're going to be entered into a drawing. So if you spend $32, you're going to get 32 entries. If you spend $567, you're going to get 567 entries. And you're entered into a drawing for a $1,000 Go Hunt Gear Shop gift card. Uh, so all you got to do is order something from GoHunt.com and uh, you're automatically entered into the drawing. Uh, like I said, you can also email Cody at optics at GoHunt.com and also remind you that this month, the month of July, GoHunt.com Insider is completely free. You can partake in a 30-day free trial that's going to get you full access to everything within the Insider. And you can go on and check out harvest statistics. You can check out draw odds. You can check out you know, your favorite mule deer areas, favorite elk, favorite states. Uh, you can see the trends. You can compare you know, from years past. Uh, they do a really good job with charts and graphs and what have you. You can also read all of the strategy articles. Uh, you go on for 30 days. It's just as if you're a member of the Insider and you got full access. So all you got to do is go to GoHunt.com uh, forward slash J Scott and follow the prompts for the 30-day free trial. I want to thank GoHunt for their sponsorship. I also want to thank Kuyu, uh, Kuyu Ultralight Hunting, K-U-I-U.com, Kuyu Ultralight Hunting. That's the gear that I wear on all my hunts. Uh, Phonescope.com. That's the digiscoping device I use for my spotting scope and my binoculars. Uh, use the JSCOT19 promo code and you're going to get a 10% discount on all orders. And onxmaps.com. Use the JSCOT19 promo code to get 20% off on all orders. Guys, we had an awesome day yesterday on the Green River. And we got up this morning and went and floated the B section and we started at about 7.45. Looking back, we probably should have started at about 7 or 7.15. We got kind of, we put in on the B section, which the B section uh, is uh, right there out of Dutch John, Utah. Uh, and we put in at the Little Hole, which is the start of the B section. And I don't know exactly, I think it's like a nine mile float down to Indian Crossing. And, but we got stuck kind of right in the middle of when all of the guides were launching their trips. Typically, guides launch at about 8 o'clock. We launched at 7.45 and had, I don't know, 6 or 8, maybe 10 boats in front of us and, you know, 5 or 6, 8 boats around us. So it was a little claustrophobic. Uh, Monty started out uh, right off the bat, literally right out of the takeout from uh, the put-in from Little Hole. Um, with boats all around us, fishing a cicada, had a fish come up in a riffle and just pound, a brown trout pounded a cicada. And 
uh, we for the first mile or two, we were kind of clogged up with boats. It just seemed like everybody was pounding the same spots. Uh, but as kind of the morning wore on, we were able to kind of separate and get a little bit of breathing room. And Monty caught quite a few fish um, on a cicada pattern. We had um, yellow sallies probably at 10 o'clock in the morning, uh, 10 to maybe noon, kind of a pretty good yellow sally hatch, which a yellow sally is a, you know, a yellow stonefly. I think it's the smallest of the stoneflies, um, but we pretty much fished uh, cicada. We did put sallies on for a little while. Uh, we put, uh, or we fished with the big cicada, orange legs, and he did pretty good caught some really nice fish this trip as far as cicada fishing goes was probably the most activity uh, that i've seen i've been kind of chasing if you will this cicada hatch for the last probably i don't know 10 years um, eight to ten years up there at the green river and this is the most prolonged hatch where you know long period of time where i was able to make two different trips and this trip was better than the first one um, and it probably lasted a month long this year of cicada fishing um, and some really nice big fish, mostly browns. Uh, mostly browns came, you know, up for the cicada. Uh, it's funny, you fish the banks. Uh, sometimes you can also fish middle of the river. And it's, it's interesting that the, the, on the, the, the takes on the A section are a little more slow and deliberate. They kind of look at the fly quite a bit. Seems like on the B section... Uh, they just come and smash it. Once they come and commit, they're, they're going to hammer it. Um, also, a tip that I learned a couple years ago from Colby Crosland, a guide for spinnerfall, was when those fish come up and they're hovering right below the cicada and really, you know, they're kind of floating backward with it, a lot of times they'll come and put their nose to it and they're expecting you to yank that out. So just let it sit there as hard as it is and let them bump it with their nose. Usually they'll bump it and they'll follow it and then they'll hit it. Um, but cicada fishing is phenomenal. Uh, so we did the A, B section the day before or yesterday and the B section today. And uh, now we're headed back to uh, Carbondale. The, the report there in the Carbondale basalt, you know, Aspen area, um, evil, even over in the Eagle River Valley over by Vale and Edwards is the water's still really, really high. It is finally clearing. Um, but this is, you know, we're probably going to see prime dry fly fishing, uh, probably like the last week of July, um, here in the Roaring Fork, uh, the green drakes are kind of coming off, um, midday and, uh, right at dark. Um, but the water is so high, there's not a ton of dry fly pockets, um, to hit and try and get, you know, some of those soft cushions where you can float those dry flies. Uh, but one good thing about it, uh, between the Roaring Fork and the Eagle, uh, probably going to have some great fishing all the way into August, which is very unlike uh, normal years. Uh, usually, you know, by about uh, the third week in July, the Eagle is done being floatable. And, you know, it's still at like 2200 CFS. So, and the fork is still still really high. So, Unfortunately, probably the big hatch on the Roaring Fork is the Green Drake. It's probably going to move upriver uh, before much of the Roaring Fork is, is very floatable. Um, and uh, so that's kind of the report. 
guys, if you get a chance to go to the Green River uh, below Flaming Gorge Reservoir, I highly recommend it. It's a beautiful place, phenomenal place. Uh, and we're all getting excited for the hunting season coming up. I know everyone's getting fired up, checking their trail cameras. I'm going to be heading over to the Ot 6 Ranch. I had uh, been over there kind of in early June about a month ago and um, got a bunch of cameras soaking there. So I'm anxious to get over there and uh, see, what's, see what the bulls are doing, see how the bucks and bulls are, are looking there at the Ot 6. So awesome time of year. Um, the, the doll sheep hunters... Uh, it just started uh, here. It's starting on the July 15th. Uh, so I can't wait to start seeing the pictures filtering back from uh, all the people that went up uh, Northwest Territories doll sheep hunting. So guys, uh, let's, let's just keep plowing away. Appreciate all the support of the podcast. Uh, if you'd like to send me an email, you can do so at jscottoutdoors at gmail.com. Also on my Instagram account, please follow uh, jscottoutdoors.com. Uh, that's at J. Scott Outdoors. Send me a DM also on this podcast. If you're a regular listener of this podcast, I would really appreciate if you go on and give uh, this podcast a positive review. Uh, any review, to be honest with you, is good for this podcast. And I don't ask you guys to do much, uh, but I would ask you if you're a regular listener, please subscribe uh, and go on and leave a review. Um, that's very, very much appreciated. So guys, take care. God bless.